Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. spend time in the Word and give the Holy Spirit the opportunity to take the Scriptures and, and, and work the Scriptures into our lives, Jesus said now a big part of what He does is He brings back to our memory, brings to our minds the things that Jesus taught. So the, the Holy Spirit uses the, the Word of God, the Spirit of God uses the Word of God to lead us into the ways of God and in the will of God for our individual lives. He didn't stop talking. In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to be in the Word of God as much as you can. The amount of the Bible that you put in is what will come out. The Holy Spirit is an excellent helper in revealing the mysteries of the Bible to us and helping bring to mind relevant verses when we need them. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing. There are a lot of people running around out there with a the mistaken idea that everything they've ever done, they've done without Him. When actually, what the Bible says, and if you stop and really, really stop and think it through, you have to acknowledge that it's true that no, no, we've never done anything without him, including taking your first breath. We've never, ever done anything without him. He trains us to be led by his spirit instead of by our own desires, to have our desires transformed, our minds renewed, as we learn to talk with him through that training process. We learn to talk with him about the details of our day-to-day lives. We learn to apply his written word to every area. By the way, one of the main reasons that we go through the Bible chapter by chapter and verse by verse here is that the systematic study of the scriptures provides for us guardrails, parameters, as we seek to be led by the Holy Spirit. I've seen two extremes in modern Christianity. I've experienced both, actually, in in my own journey. The one that basically disregards the Scripture altogether. Maybe I shouldn't say altogether because that's not entirely accurate, but disregards the Scripture for the most part with a focus on listening for the Holy Spirit's direction and guidance and and instruction. And then on the other extreme, those who who have set aside and kind of disregard, and, and, and many even say he does not 
guide individuals in that way. He doesn't speak to us anymore. He stopped talking 2,000 years ago. You know, a long, long time ago, God stopped actually speaking into individual lives. And, and the whole focus is on the scriptures. Those two extremes are both very wrong. Because, it, see, he has told us, we read it a minute ago, all scripture is God-breathed, it's inspired, and it's profitable to us for training, reproof, for all these different things. The, the bottom line is, if we will spend time in the Word and, and give the Holy Spirit the opportunity to take the Scriptures and, and, and work the Scriptures into our lives, Jesus said, now, a big part of what He does is He brings back to our memory, brings to our minds the things that Jesus Taught. So the, the Holy Spirit uses the, the Word of God. The Spirit of God uses the Word of God to lead us into the ways of God and in the will of God for our individual lives. He didn't stop talking. He's not dead. He didn't go mute, dumb. He's, he's able to speak. He does speak. But, but see, if that's the whole focus, oh, God, God's going to teach me. God is going to speak to me. I don't have to study the book because he's going to teach me himself you're opening yourself up for deception and, and, and foolish mistakes. Most of the mistakes that I've made in life, I've made because I hadn't bothered to actually study the scriptures because there's everything about life and godliness is in the book. And, and so there's that balance. We need both. If we, if we get a working knowledge of the scriptures, the Holy Spirit will use that as he speaks to us. And as we study the book and he talks to us about the book, then he applies those things to our lives and, and, and we end up with a good, balanced walk. So read the word of God and, and ask the spirit of God to instruct you and guide you. And often that's going to involve adjusting your expectations. Chapter 21, Matthew continues. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite you and immediately you'll find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord has need of them and immediately he will send them. <clears throat> All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved saying, who is this? So the multitudes said, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Okay, remember what I said about needing a, a working knowledge of the Old Testament if you're going to understand the New Testament and really be able to unpack it? The crowd following along behind Jesus, they knew the prophecy that Matthew quotes for us here, or at least quote, he quotes part of it. They knew this prophecy from Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. 
I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. So these people, they got super excited that their Messiah had arrived because they remembered Zechariah's prophecy, but they didn't remember or completely understand Isaiah's prophecies. He had written about their coming king as well. In Isaiah 53.3, Isaiah said this, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. His love is the main thing. for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
3055312730. That number again is 3055312730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.